0: Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning. We're about to discuss... A few different facets of the racing program at the moment. Of course, Breeders Challenge is taking up plenty of interest and it continues to roll on and it's about to get a little bit more serious. We've had heats over the last month or so, but it's about to step it up a notch with horses having their last opportunity to qualify for the semi finals, which will take place, the first of which next Saturday evening in terms of uh, last night at Bathurst, which were, which was where we had uh, quite a few heats, four in fact run and one, and it was fairly likely in terms of uh, the runners progressing through that we had assumed in terms of short price favourites. There were quite a few of them. St. Varane took out the first of the boys, heats for Steve and Amanda Turnbull. Uh, I guess a good little segue with that horse is that uh, his mother, she's all attitude, was successful in a breeder's challenge, so he's looking to do the same and he progressed through nine. Nicely. Not to be denied, of course, we spoke with Mark Hewitt yesterday morning. She's a really nice filly by Always Be Mickey. And she went through without a hitch in the second of the heats. All Stars Frankie was too good again for Stephen and Amanda Turnbull. So they have... Uh, Another two runners to progress through to the semis. And I guess the one surprise of the night was in the last of the heats for the two-year-old fillies where we own a misfortune was too good for Matt Rue, perfect as I am the short price favourite there, made a mistake and basically put her chances to bed thereafter. So... Those two year olds that I've just mentioned, they'll progress through as well as a couple of the place getters as well. Important to note if you haven't checked it out from a participant's perspective uh, Harness Racing New South Wales yesterday released a new coronavirus pathway. So make sure to check that out because there's plenty of really important information. Too much to uh, pass on here on the show this morning, but uh, certainly a few important dates and the like to take note of. Of. Today, we have two meetings in New South Wales. This afternoon, Tamworth gets underway with uh, nine races on the card just after. Well, in fact, just before 1 o'clock, 12.52 is kickoff point there in Penrith tonight. We've got eight races, the first at 6.11. David Thorn's uh, got a busy time coming up when it comes to Breeders Challenge action. With two fillies in particular, Miss X was successful on Tuesday in her heat at Menangle, and of course the New South Wales Oaks champion Antonia, uh, she went to the trials yesterday. So a few bits and pieces of information to catch up with with David, and he joins us this morning here on on the Pace. How are you going, David? Good,
1: Britt. Thanks. How are you?
0: Really good, thank you. We'll get we'll cut straight to the chase, so to speak, with Antonia yesterday at the trials. She went around, and it was they're running some. Some sort of times at the moment at trials, 150 seems a new norm, and that was what uh, they went in her trial yesterday behind Lineup and Expensive Ego. Firstly, were you happy with her?
1: Yeah, really happy. Yeah, Jack was happy. Um, we obviously knew with them couple in the trial, uh, Lineup had a first trial last week, so we thought they'd probably want to hit him out, and um, Expensive Ego's obviously getting ready for the bigger races, so um, we worked out early they were probably going to run, so Jack just sort of played his own trial. You know, uh, he said after 50 metres, they weren't backing off, so I just didn't chase. And um, she probably went about 52 flat herself um, and did it easy. Plugs were still in. So we sort of just run our own trial, and you know, she's got to back up on Tuesday. So she just did what we needed to do, and um, she recovered really good. And I think she's back on track.
0: In terms of the trial, if you looked at the uh, results, so to speak, which I did yesterday without watching the replay, I thought, oh, she's been beaten 25 metres. But then if you go through and and actually watch it, you're spot on with the fact that Jack just rated her to how he wanted to basically, And actually up the home straight. She looked to be jogging. And the other thing was, I guess she was kind of forced, so to speak, to to cart the rest of the field up to them. So um, she actually did it really, really easily over the concluding stages to the eye.
1: Yeah, no, she did. You know, she, as said, we didn't... She had the plug still in. We didn't put a string on. And, um, she... Yeah, Jack said she felt really good. So, um, the only, the only downfall being that far behind, she said she was copping plenty of rocks. But, um, she seemed to didn't worry about that too much. But, um, yeah, no, we were happy. I said we... If she goes 52 next week, she'll probably nearly win. So, um, you know, she did it nice and easy and, I said, recovered really good. So, um... I mean, really, that's why you put the good drivers on. You know, Jack worked it out straight away. You know, we actually, as I said, we thought before the trial they'd probably go quick, but um, he, he just did what we wanted her to do and it worked out really good.
0: You mentioned her getting back on track. Does that mean that you weren't 100% happy with her out of her Penrith heat effort?
1: No, I wasn't happy at all. I mean, it's, I said to Jack, it's probably the first time I've ever took her to the race and not been happy with her. So after the race, you know, um, every other start, she's gone fantastic, so... I just had a bit of trouble with her tying up um, and it's probably a little bit my fault as well I changed a little bit of feed which she's really funny um, like with a stomach and that so I actually said to Jackie she was a human I reckon she'd be a vegan or something because <laughs> anything upsets her stomach wise
0: I actually remember you mentioning last year you had some issues with her tying up and was it to do with the molasses so she's obviously got a few quirks
1: yeah it was the molasses oh I and mean, it was probably a few things but I changed the work a bit and everything. But yeah, actually, the vet said to me, I was actually giving her more molasses trying to get her to drink, you know, thinking she's dehydrated and tied up. And, and he said, no, sugar's no good for horses to tie up. So I cut it out, and after about three days, she, she was good as gold. So she's just a really funny horse, you know. Um, I was probably given her a bit much loosen, and that was probably too acidy for her as well. So um, I've noticed a difference in herself um, The sort of probably the last two weeks since I've sort of gone back to very basic food for her. And she's just eating really good. And um, as I said, you can't get a lot off of work. She's not a great track worker, but um, in herself, she seems really good.
0: All right. Well, hopefully she's back on uh, the road to, so do I guess her, her very best because her best is excellent. And we know that for sure. And certain in terms of, her pathway through. Now, you mentioned next Tuesday. It's basically the last opportunity for those fillies to qualify. Um, so she didn't qualify through Penrith. Is that how you see it? Or was it just going to be a bit of a numbers and waiting game and you want to shore her position up?
1: I think she will qualify. I really think third will get through. Uh, I've seen in years gone by fourth and fifth have got through because what generally happens there's obviously there could be up to 12 feet. Um which obviously only first and second would be pretty much guaranteed. But what you find is a lot of them double up. So a horse that runs second in a heat at Penrith might win a heat or run second at Manangle, So it counts out one of its starts. So uh, a lot more get through. And the other thing that happens too, horses that race at, like, say, Leighton or that, that run second, a lot of them don't come because they realise they're not good enough. So I I think I'm pretty confident a third would get her in. But, I mean, the racing would do a good anyway. I'm happy to race her. And obviously, if you can win another $10,000 race, that would be great. So... Um, yeah, as I said she's not guaranteed, but I, I think she would be in on a third, but hopefully we can go a little bit better on Tuesday.
0: Excellent stuff. We'll wait to see those heats released uh, this afternoon in the fields. So all things being equal, she'll go to the semi uh, on the twenty third and then a week later line up in the final. No doubt that's your main aim at the moment. But is she Breeder's Crown and is that a possibility on the other side of this?
1: Yeah, she's definitely Breeder's Crown.. Um, she, we paid the late entry fee. She, she was sort of um, not paid up as a two-year-old, so we ended up decided to pay the three-year-old one. Um, so she's eligible for that. Um, the only problem with it is the heats are the final of the Breeders' Challenges on Saturday, and the heats are the following Friday in Melbourne. So it is a little bit of a tough ask, but I mean I don't think it'd worry us. But we'll get through Breeders' Challenge first and then weigh it up um, because you've also got next year, you know, which will roll around pretty quick like Lady Shimile and Chariots and all that um, come around pretty quick. So you sort of got to have a bit of a break somewhere. So we'll, we'll just get through Buddha's Challenge and then work it out.
0: All righty, that's Antonia. You're able to qualify Philly on Tuesday at Menangle in Miss X, taking out her heat of the two-year-old division. And it's actually probably... They nearly look cut from the same cloth, these two fillies. They both don't look to have, you know, they're both not overly big fillies. Well, I haven't seen Miss X in the flesh, but she doesn't look to have a great deal of size about her. And she's had not a dissimilar sort of preparation this year as Antonia did last year and had no real luck with barrier draws. Is them, are they similar types? Yeah, they are a
1: little bit. I mean, I think at this stage Antonia is obviously better. But, um, like, she's this filly's improving a lot, Miss X. Um. She, Franco Sullivan, um, had her and brought her up and trialled her and actually left her with me for the gold. And um, she sort of, she galloped the first start. We had to race for the next week after the trials, and she galloped. And that made her OD for the heat the, the heat in the final of the gold. But um, So she sort of had to draw bad there. But then since she's kept drawing bad, you know, so hopefully we're getting all the bad draws out of the road for the final, hopefully.
0: That APG final effort was enormous so to sit parked that early in the season in that sort of time and she looks to have high speed as well but at least you've got a few different facets to her game that she's obviously got that little bit of toughness also but her heat performance there on Tuesday, she sprinted really sharply.
1: Yeah, she did. I think she sort of surprised me a little bit with the speed probably the last couple of starts. Um, We've sort of had to drive her tough because that's just the way the races worked out in the gold so she's very strong but... Um, we sort of, she's getting faster you know, um, she actually really went quick she probably went a little bit quick for herself the other day she put a little bit of a funny one in when she come out, you know, she's just trying to go too quick but um, I think down the track she'll have very good speed um, she hasn't got a lot of gate speed at the moment either but I think that'll come as well, so I think in another six months she'll be an all round good horse, you know, but um, she's she's every, every trial and start I'll give her this time in, she's had a good long prep, she's sort of gone better
0: So she has her semi-final next Saturday night and then two weeks through to the final, all things being equal?
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah. So it works out actually perfect for her because I think the racing will do her good. Um, She said she's just kept improving and, um, you know, hopefully by the final she'll be 100%.
0: All right, we'll keep an eye on her as well through to those semifinals next Saturday night. They seems to have dragged on for a little while, but all of a sudden the semifinals are upon us for the two-year-olds and they're going to be excellent races in their own right. Tonight, you've got a runner at Penrith. So whilst we have you on, do you give any chance to back in town tonight? It looks to be not a bad race and not a bad draw, but are you happy with how he's racing at present? Yeah,
1: he's going okay. He never got out last week. Jack said he was travelling really good on the line. Uh, he is a better leader at Penrith. Um, he's quite hard to beat. He actually holds a track record at Penrith over the longer trip when he led. But um, he's he's sort of not as good coming off the track. So he'll need a little bit of luck. But if they go stupid, um, he, he might be able to get over the top of them. But um, yeah, if, if, he, if he could draw to lead, I'd probably say he'd nearly win. But I don't think that's going to happen from eight.
0: And uh, on Saturday night, I should say, in that feature race, the the Group 3 for $30,000, Red Reactor, where's he at? Because we know he's a nice horse and he created a really good impression when he came across from New Zealand. And I thought his last start effort, he he chimed into the race as though he was going to go right on with it last week. And I thought it was a a better performance. Is he out of it on Saturday night? Because the draw doesn't look too bad on paper.
1: No, it's not a bad draw for him. I've got one drawn, second reserve drawn too, so he'll come in one. Um, and, no, he he actually went better. I had a bit of a virus go through the stable a while ago, and a lot of them are just starting to come good now. So, um, And he's one of them, sort of thing. So, uh, his first run, he sort of really didn't recover that good after the run and give him a couple of weeks. And then his second start, he was better, and he was better again the other night. So, um, hopefully... Uh, he, he improves that little bit, and uh, he, he's got a little bit of a knack of winning the big races, so um, hopefully he can do it Saturday night.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed that to be the case once more. That's a fifth event on Saturday night's cart out of Menangle. Plenty to look forward to over the next month or so, David. Appreciate your time this morning here on On The Pace.
1: Thanks very much, Britt.
0: David Thorn there this morning. So Antonia will go around on Tuesday at Menangle in another heat of the Breeders' Challenge. Miss X will go straight through to that semi-final next Saturday night, and those semis are going to be super for the two-year-olds, both the two-year-old colts and geldings, and the two-year-old fillies. and Those two-year-old colts, well, the crop of two-year-old colts and geldings in particular is quite unbelievable. So the times that they are going to run in these breeders challenge semis and then through to the finals, all things being equal and with the uh, weather hopefully on their side could be quite astronomical. So tonight we have Penrith, as we've just discussed uh, in a little detail, and this afternoon Tamworth as well. So two cards of racing in New South Wales. Mick will be on board tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 to hopefully find some winners at that Menangle card and hopefully you can find some winners today at Tamworth and Penrith as well.